Hi guys, and welcome back to Facts Not Fiction, the I Said What I Said edition. This time, we're going to do things a little bit differently. You guys will actually be getting to see our faces. Actually, while we're recording, um, we wanted to make sure everybody was going to stay safe. Of course, it's snow and we got COVID running rampant out here. So we wanted to make sure everyone was going to be safe and out of harm's way for anything. So we decided to record over Zoom. So you actually get to see our faces. I'm so excited about it. Um, Again, we're so happy to be back. I know it's been a little hiatus because I was sick and it's just been a lot <laughs> going on, but we're so happy to be back and I can't wait to, for you guys to hear what we're talking about tonight. Um, don't forget to follow us on Facts Not Fiction underscore podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to leave a review on whatever platform you listen to and a rating and we will shout you guys out on the next episode. Boom. Um, I want to introduce my lovely ladies that you can actually see. So, Janae. Special guest. Hey. Special guest. Shanice. Hey. How y'all doing? And Ilea. Hi. Hi, everyone. How is everybody? It's so good to be recording with you guys again. Yes. It's been a minute. Um, I'm tired. <laughs> Like I always say that I'm just tired. That's because I work so much, but tired but fulfilled with what I, everything that I'm doing. Awesome. Yeah, I'd you say know. the same. I feel like a uh, tired more than anything. Uh, just you know, trying to get back on track with my health and everything that's going on in my life. So I think it's it's more of a tired feeling right now. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, just been trying to get things done, but uh, like the time down to relax and whatnot. But other than that, doing pretty good. Awesome. Well, that's good. I'm glad everybody's doing well, and I'm glad we get to record. Um, so, Shanice, bring us in. So, today's episode of Facts Not Fiction, I said what I said edition will be colorism. Dun, dun, dun. Right. <laughs> jump in anybody um I guess I will start um you know I feel like I'm a fairly brown-skinned girl um who who has experienced um a lot of colorism but kind of like has been exposed to it um you guys all grew up in Virginia I believe um where I, I grew up in South Carolina um deep country um very still very racist state if you ask me um so it's just like being in those small small towns versus being in a larger city than where I grew up it's a completely different like interaction with black people and white people and let alone not black people, but like light-skinned black people dark-skinned black people and how we just kind of treat each other um I think it's just like instilled in us since slavery like light skin is better um, and you see that in those smaller towns where it's like, uh, they call them high yellow, mm-hmm. high yellow are favored within the community or uh, treated better or so or considered more pretty um, as it pertains to like just looks all together. Well, I definitely resonate with you um, talking about slavery because if we think about it, that's really where it starts. And it's really sad that is so prevalent in our own communities um, of this colorism because it's 
it's another way to separate us. It's another way to divide us in our own community. Um, and if you think about it in slavery, like, you know, how people make jokes about like the light skinned people were in the house and the dark skinned people were in the field. And that's how you knew the difference. But it's like, it's so much deeper than that. Like the people that were in the house were um, mulattoes most of the time, um, for a lack of a better term. Um, and they were that way because their parents got raped by um, their owners. And so like they were put in, so they were their children, essentially working in the house, still gotta be a slave, but you know, you're in a better position kind of, um, but you're still in that slave. So that mentality of I'm not, I'm doing a little bit better than you. So I'm better than you. You know what I'm saying? Like it just doesn't make too much sense to me um, when I think about it, but it is how it is. Like I've always thought that light-skinned girls with curly hair and maybe some light eyes were very pretty or whatever, but never really being praised for being of a darker complexion or like, oh, she too black. Oh, she black, black or whatever, like, or talking about it. Like all of our skin is beautiful. It comes in so many different varieties and it should be celebrated. But instead of it being celebrated, we still separate each other. We're still separate, but equal. Like, what is that? I agree. I probably have spent most of my time in school being the darkest person in the classroom up until I went to Florida when I lived in Florida everybody was dark because it's so hot out there um I really felt accepted I kind of went down there and I was like uh how you say like not not I was just like the new hot thing there Mm because I wasn't as dark I'd say it was very strange but (laughs) I would say living in Virginia I definitely got that feeling of oh she's ugly because she's dark skin or you know I would I've been called tar baby I've been called black alicious so many you different things. Tar baby? yeah I've been called oh tar, and that wasn't even to me that dark you know but um I've definitely seen situations where I feel like you know and I always feel like it was only in high school I honestly feel like it was when your peers were more or less mature um but you always, I mean, I was always looked at as like, oh, she black, like, ooh, I, I ain't trying to mess with her. She too dark. You know, it just was always that feeling of, I don't look as good as someone else. But one thing that I will say, my parents always raised me to believe, like, well, not believe, to know that black is beautiful. Like the darker your skin, the, what is it? The darker the berry, the, the juice. <laughs> so that was my saying all throughout everything and I mean of course I didn't feel it in high school but when I got older I was like you know it's just people were immature when they were younger so I feel like it's definitely one of those situations where you feel uh separated from other people as if you're not as beautiful but I I never let it really bother me Mm, that's deep I didn't know they they called out the guitar baby that that is rude (laughs) like yeah and you just a few shades lighter. Like, what? Yeah. That's like me calling you a tar baby. Like, I'm like, your a few own shades community lighter is even worse. Were you mm-hmm. called tar baby by Black people or white people? Yes. 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 Both? I, I ain't going to say his name on this uh, podcast. Say it <laughs> I remember he, he was. By a white like, person? No, he was Black. Oh. Okay. He was, he was like, like the class clown. Like the class clown, just thought, you know. Did you fight him? Because you know you was a fighter. No, I didn't fight him. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> but um, he just, 
felt like it was funny, you know, but I was always the butt of the jokes because I was dark skinned. That's all. It was mm. just now yeah. how did that shape your life? Did that make never you... really been and it's crazy to me because I've never been called dark skin or made you know terms as referring to my skin color by white people it's always by the black people that I'm not light-skinned or something you know so I could definitely say it it's definitely you know it hurts when it's your own culture but that's sometimes who it is mm-hmm. and even your own family too because even with my family you know which a lot of black families are it's like a rainbow I just say because it goes from you know, my grandma looks like almost a white woman all the way up until the darkest person on both sides, more so my mom's side. But you can tell like certain individuals, more so the older generation, they get caught up in this like, I feel like the light skin and the, like the curly hair. Because even, you know, my grandma, like, I think that from what I've heard and what I've encountered, that she's shocked it's more so to not to say that her grandkids none of them came out some of them are a couple like light skin but like even with the hair they didn't come out with like this straight because her hair is very straight when she wets it it's like a white person's hair so no one came out with like this long or like this straight curly or whatever hair we all have more of black hair kinky coarse hair but um yeah and it's very uh it's a little disheartening you know to say the least but I'm just like you know even like not even just your own people but it's your own family Mm. sometimes yeah that's really um that's really mm, yeah I remember like growing up and my mom like she didn't mean anything by it like she was just she was honestly like instilling like the fact that I was beautiful or so she thought but she would say like to me all the time, you're a pretty black, black, dark skinned girl. And I would always like, and I would, I didn't think anything of it when I was a child. I was just like, oh, I'm, I'm pretty. Um, but now as I get older and realize, and I was just like, for so long, I thought that I was just pretty for a dark skinned girl and not mm-hmm. just pretty in general. And like I said, she didn't mean anything by it. Like it's probably something that she knew growing up or something that she was just saying, or maybe she was complimenting my skin tone or whatever, but that statement stayed with me very long. Like, oh, I'm just pretty in this lane only. I can't be all over the world and be pretty because I'm this complexion, but in this Mm -hmm. lane, I am. I am really pretty. And of course I can't speak for her, but maybe she was, I mean, could be coming from a point like maybe she knows like, oh, brown skin or dark skin women don't get as much praise as light skin women. Just want to make sure that you knew that your skin complexion was more just as beautiful as light skin, but you know, it could go either way though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This is, it just always um, stayed with me and I didn't realize it until like the whole topic of colorism started coming up. Like, yeah, that definitely was said. Uh, outside of like um I guess families um displaying it towards ourselves have you guys ever been um guilty of being semi-colorist yourself Mm, I would say I I don't like light-skinned men (laughs) I don't like light-skinned men very much um I've found that a lot of them are conceited Um, and I usually will be a little bit more mean to them, you know, just, just a little bit, but 
I honestly, I feel people out. I, I, it's not like I see you immediately like, oh, that light-skinned man. I just, I feel like sometimes I will have a bit of a, more of a wall up with a light-skinned man. Um, and sometimes with light-skinned women as well, just because they sometimes come with that whole, oh, you dark skin, you know, like they can sometimes have this attitude where they do feel like they're better than you. Um, I won't say that it's everyone. It is a stereotype for sure, but I've had a lot of interactions where light-skinned people can sometimes just get on my nerves. So I know that I don't like it because I don't like to be the person who, the dark-skinned girl, you know, oh, she ugly. I don't want to talk to her. I don't like to be that person, but I can definitely see sometimes where I am that person doing that to that light-skinned person because I assume you're going to be this conceited, rude person to me. Because that's been your experience, but yeah. Right, right. I definitely, um, I would say like, I was like, I'm not going to say I wasn't in on like some of the jokes when you had like, remember that guy when we went to school earlier, Matumbo, they used to call him Matumbo. You remember? Matumbo. Because he was so dark? Yeah. Oh, I think I remember him. Yeah. Yeah. And like I remember laughing at some of those jokes. Now I feel really bad now. (laughs) He was like super, super dumb. But like he was, he was really dark skinned. Like he was like, what did they say? Like blue, black or whatever. Like he was really dark skin. And I was like, I remember like making jokes, like, or not making jokes personally, but laughing at him. And I'm sure that kind of hurt his feelings a little bit. But I was I feel bad about it now. I'm so sorry, Matumbo. Um I don't know. I don't know. Mm-mm. Don't know if that says one name or not. I'm sorry. But he he know. He know what I'm talking about. But um yeah, I definitely remember like laughing at people and like it's really not funny. Like you can't help that. Like that's your skin color. Mm-hmm. So like we all have been semi-guilty whether it's laughing participating in some sort of kind of colorist kind of mindset like like Alea said like I don't date light-skinned men I've given light-skinned men a chance and every time I'm like oh that's why I don't like y'all I'm just like oh what is it about them I like them all she's funny I do it's just because they can seem cocky and themselves yes yes so it's just like I don't know it's just like they just a whole different vibe of like you ain't all that like you are not all that like I've never had that experience with light-skinned people in general I guess because I don't think anybody is better than me like on a like y'all don't think that anybody is above anybody else like if, uh, I'm in my brain I don't feel that way so yeah, I've never experienced like or if somebody is acting like um like they are better than me like I don't take it like that I just think it like maybe you're an asshole or whatever, but I'll just don't take it like, oh, you're better than me, or like, you know, how people say like light skin privilege, or like see light skin people doing dumb shit. <laughs> like I don't, oh, I don't notice anything like that about them. It's not a space of like internally, like I feel like they think they better than me. Like no, like I don't feel like that, like that about it. It's just about how they treat people, how they kind of operate in a condescending way towards people. Like people are beneath them. Like, it's not, I don't think you're better than me, but you're not going to treat me like I'm beneath you. Yeah. Right. I've had experiences with white skimming where they don't put much work into, chase. I don't want to say chasing you, but like really court, like dating you because they assume because they look so good, you on them. Or I've seen situations mm-hmm. where it's- I've like, le- I feel like I'm like, 
Yeah, light skin with the curly hair. I'm like, right. curly locks, please. Right. <laughs> and I've had situations with girls, not like dating girls, but like very conceited light skin friends that just assume that they look better or, you know, that guys should be all over them. Yeah. Like, it's, just, <laughs> it's, just, it's automatic because I'm light skin with long, pretty hair. So, I mean, I know you've had to know at least one or two light skin people, Joy, that you've seen that like attitude from. I really, I really, if I, I probably encountered them, but I just never paid to them. It's like, oh, you're light skin. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Like, I just, I don't know. Mm. I've, I've been around light skin, I mean, around light skin people. I've been friends with light skin people. I've been, you know, gone out, done things, but I just never get that vibe or either I'm not paying attention. I never got that vibe from light-skinned girls and I've had friends who are light-skinned, dark-skinned, brown-skinned, whatever. I've never got, I've never seen that type of attitude from them, but I've seen it from men and I've seen men place that stereotype on light-skinned women. And I think that's where the root of where dark-skinned women have issue with light-skinned men, light-skinned women, black women, should I say, because black men set that standard of, oh, she's prettier than you because her skin is lighter. Yeah, and that happens in Hollywood a lot too, because you'll notice not every time, but it's a lot of the time these men, even if they'll have brown skin or dark skin women, and then they'll divorce them or break up, and then their next person is light. Apparently, not saying that they didn't fall in love. It could be true love or whatnot, but it's just very it's coincidental how like all of a sudden like the next one is light. <laughs> yeah, I like how you're talking about TV shows because I um I researched something and most tv shows that star like a black cast like if the main character is dark skin it's always a light-skinned person as their friend like for instance um martin like gina was very light she had a very dark skin friend like um you talk look at the mm-hmm. family penny was like kind of like brown skin and then she had a really dark friend what was her girl named dijanae mm-hmm. yeah Dijon. it was a couple of more i can't remember all of them but like they always try to do that balance. Like, I'm going to give y'all both. I can't give you all dark skin. I'm going to give you both. I don't know. I just mm-hmm. thought that was weird. If we, need to, we need to see all the colors, I think, you know, in, you know, uh, Hollywood and whatnot. But yeah, sometimes it is like coincidence, like how. But yeah, but you have to admit, like, dark skin is the least celebrated. It is. Of the skin tones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. I can definitely agree to that. But I love dark skin. Like, Girl, I just think. Y'all see my husband? Brown to dark. <laughs> dark skin is just so beautiful. People ask me, is he African all the time? Like, yep. Men being up in that bedroom, girl. Oh my gosh. But no, I just think it's so beautiful. Like, I feel like it's just like, it's something about like I don't know how to even describe them I, I don't want to say ebony but it's just like this chocolate kind of I don't know it's just like when they're smooth skin it's like it's like like like, it's just like my husband has the smoothest skin and doesn't do nothing like I'll do his facials but like his skin is so smooth and so chocolatey and then he has like these gorgeous teeth and I just be like have mercy have mercy <laughs> Black is beautiful. Like all shades of black are beautiful. Um, it should, but it, like you said, like being darker skin is like the least celebrated. But I'm like, you look good. Like now, look- I would ask because um, Shanice and Janae, y'all are a little bit 
lighter in the skin department. Look, that's so crazy. I don't okay, but me and Alea, like, I'm like a couple shades lighter than Alea. Yeah, I, I feel like me and Alea on the end of dark skinned mm-hmm. um, women. Um, yeah, so I would ask, would y'all trade places and be from the shade you are now to a dark skin color? I wouldn't mind. Well, yeah, I mean, I feel like, I mean, in the summertime, <laughs> I get darker. Like, all I have to do is Don't go in. Okay, good, good night. Let me say this. I like get this. five shades darker. Are, uh, 365 days a year. <laughs> dark skin, ma'am. You talk about those three months of out of the year that you dark skin. When Johnny mentioned summer, I was like, wait a minute, let me not be fake because, no, when the summer hit, and not tan, I do not, I'm, I look tan. I'd be like, bro. Like what is going on? Like this past summer, I don't tan well. I will say, oh, I, I don't tan well. I don't tan. I think if I was naturally, naturally. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, dark tone, I would be fine. But I'm like, my skin look ashy. It look like it yeah, just I don't look. I like you are like. Are you? Frozen? I go to Kings like, of Me literally every time. Like I go to Kings of Me or someplace where I'm out there, I'll get five shades darker. But it doesn't look like if it. Like I said, it was natural. Like you know. Shanice has said it will look better, but it just like I don't know what it is about the tan. But the tan. But y'all would like to be dark skin. I would. I like to be dark skin. I, I think I'll like I said, like, okay, so this was gonna take me back to some uh some uh I guess like childhood trauma type deal. Mm-hmm. Um just kind of like where I grew up at, like. I had to get out of a state where I had to be in love with, I had to grow into being love, being black. Because where I grew up, how I grew up, like racism is still very relevant today, but it's like where I grew up is like, woo. Like where my mother grew up, like it's even worse. So it's just like, you know, visiting those small towns, having, being treated like, like I don't know like you it's like you kind of step back in time almost like with how how far white, back in time I'm talking about like after segregation but still like okay we're integrated but we still don't like you mm. and that's in like, South Carolina mm-hmm. girl it's places in South Carolina I couldn't go to and like feel safe like they because have black yeah, most definitely. Jesus. Um, still some small towns that are like, what do they call them? Like sunset cities or something like that? Like, you better be out of that town before dark. Like, you, it's not a guarantee that you're going to make it out. Like, like they'll kill you? A lot about like yes. Mississippi and places mm-hmm. like that, too. I, I've been in South Carolina. Like, I have family in South Carolina, and I definitely, like, that's my least play, favorite of places to visit my family. Um, I've been in restaurants and just had people stare at me and literally I'll stare back. Like, what? I'm free. You've been in restaurants. I don't even know if the experience would be like any different being like, uh, I guess a lighter brown or a darker brown because like when I, like Alea said, when I went to West Virginia and even in Virginia, it's always the older white people. I don't know what it is. I've never gotten stares from like other like white people. But like this one guy, I went into like, 
I don't know, it was like the Arby's or it was like Hardy's, something like that. And I went and ordered, it was a white younger guy that was ordering, he, he took my order behind the counter, but this white old man was in the corner and just like stare, like he was like this. And just mm-hmm. stared at me. I had that happen, I think like in the country here, multiple times. I mean, even open up the door for older white people and they did not even say anything. Of course, younger people, other people of color, colors have done that as well, but it, those people have stuck out to me like the most. So, right, yeah. It's like, I that's another thing I've never experienced, like racism. Yeah, that's probably Girl. as close. Not even had anybody call me names to my face, but as far as a white like person staring at me, like they never seen a black person before, I think that's as close as I can say that. What guy. did you do when they were staring at you? I look back. I look there, but I mean, I don't engage with them, but. It's just, it's very uncomfortable because I'm like, what are, I mean, what is going on? <laughs> no, I, I, I can't do staring too well. And I know it's probably not the best thing. I mean, especially if I'm going to be in South Carolina, a place where they don't really care for black people, but I get so upset. My mom always has to calm me down, but I'll stare back. And I'm, it was one time it was me, my mom and Jameson. And I think it was like Cumberland, South Carolina or mm. Cumberton, I want to say. Um, Cracker Barrel, where we were eating. Oh, okay. I hate a Cracker Barrel. They will never get any of my money. Okay. Cracker Barrel, but I love their food. And I do. It's good, but I think it's racist. It is. It is. They are. That thing is a whip. It's there. And I'm just sitting there, and there's an older white lady just staring. And just staring with like a a look of disgust. And it got so bad. Is there a problem? And she just rolled her eyes. And she rolled her eyes. And my mom said, we're going to have to take our food to go. Like, we we, we have to. And I, was, <laughs> I wasn't I was going to fight or say anything, but there's no need to stare. I can sit here and eat just like you can. Mm-hmm. Oh. The issue is that they're not okay that you can sit in the same restaurant less than 10 feet away and eat the same food that they can. That's why you think about it. Like, you know how people say, like, like if this like the Jim Crow and all that stuff was only like 50 years ago how old was that woman that was looking at you right they probably all look like she probably was like in her 50s or maybe 60s so she she probably grew up like in this time frame like bitch you beneath me Mm -hmm. that is so unfortunate it wasn't that long ago because we all know somebody in their 50s right Mm -hmm. like yeah so it's like I, I wouldn't mind being a darker shade because, like I had to learn that I had to kill the stereotype that white was necessarily better because they were treated better like they treated us like we were beneath them like especially where I grew up I was like yeah like I have of course uh, a lot of people know like there was a slave port in Charleston South Carolina um, I have relatives where we've traced our genealogy back to like who, where our people came from. And I have so many white white relatives in my mom's hometown that will not acknowledge our family to this day. Like, they're like, we look like, like we even look similar, but they're like, yeah, we, our family knows that these are our relatives but they're not going to acknowledge us because like you said, like go back to the slave times. Like we just, <laughs> we just the house niggas. House like, niggas, slave niggas. I don't, know, I don't, 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 I don
Like we had to say it's, uh, And like, what about like these people? I know I sent it to, I don't know if I sent it to you, Johnny, but I know I sent it to Alea and um, Shanice. Um, it was a video. Um, this lady was talking on her platform or whatever. I think it was like Instagram. Can't be sure. Um, but she was talking about like, she just doesn't want to have dark skinned children mm. because light skinned people go farther in life and light-skinned people are prettier, and they look better, and she's going to do whatever is necessary to not have a dark-skinned child, and this is somebody, like, talking today, a Black woman, on a platform, like, how can you disown a baby because they aren't the right shade? Like, that is so crazy, but imagine, I, I was so mad at her, and, like, how ignorant that she was, but imagine whatever trauma she went through in her life that makes her feel this way this strongly now like I honestly wonder what that what that was yeah I'm in that childhood because that's not that's not you're not born like that like you have to learn those things correct that's Mm -hmm. like outside of that video there are countries and I want to say I don't want to say the wrong question because I don't want to offend anybody but I saw this documentary um a few years ago actually where um it was pretty much I want to say they were Afro-Latinas mm-hmm. in like uh I don't want to say South America maybe like Dominican Republic so, somewhere it was Islander is somewhere in the islands or it was in South America one um where they are essentially breeding out the black Mm. like they are encouraged to marry and have children with lighter skinned people they are praised when they show up home come back home with white husbands or light-skinned husbands because they're like oh yeah we're gonna get rid of the dark skin out of our family line pretty much it's like I, i'm gonna research and figure out what the name of this documentary was because it kind of shocked me because it was like the elderly people were encouraging the younger like our age like our generation to kind of marry lighter skinned individuals, but they were dark skinned. So I was like, I'm confused. Like you're dark skinned. Yeah, so I, I just it really starts with self-hate. Like you hate yourself. Sometimes you hate yourself. Like legit, like you have to hate yourself, hate your own skin for you to look down on other people who look just like you. Right. Or in your I family. Think, yeah. Yeah. I feel like, like I don't like a couple of family Uncle members, Rucky, but not because like, of their Uncle shade Rucky. of skin. Would you say? I said I don't like a couple of family members, but not because of their skin. Yeah, not because of their skin, just because of who they are. Okay. <laughs> Person. <laughs> what were you going to say, Alia? Were you talking? I feel like it's also, um, like Shanice was saying, something that's, or Johnny was saying, something that's learned. Um, a lot of people see darker skin and darker complexion as so negative because they fear them um one thing that i was reading is with slavery um it's it's more of when you have that darker complexion that's when um you feel more of I don't know how to put it like I, I'm trying to remember the documentary that I've read or the documentary that I saw but it's more of fear for white people and fear for other cultures as far as what African Americans bring to like the table almost 
And I think that's something that a lot of people are more so scared of. And it's kind of making it to the point where we just kind of want to, or not we, but a lot of cultures want to kind of take away the darkest of skin colors mm-hmm. because of that fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, you know, they always associate like white, you know, being good and pure and then black right. and dark and scary. And I mean, it's just stupid, but- Right, right. It just all, I mean, it all goes back to like the slavery, like being enslaved, like our ancestors and them dividing us up like that, that is where it started. And then it's just trickled down to modern day. And we're right. still dealing with that. Like that's a generational curse that we're literally still dealing with. Girl, and, say it again for the people in the back. Generational <laughs> curse we're still dealing with. Okay. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's like, man, you know, we hate, you know, we can't always live in like, oh, blame everybody. Cause you know, they say we got to move forward. But the truth is the truth. This is what happened. And this is what we're dealing with. Yeah, as a people, we need to move forward and not, you know, we already got enough against us. You know, like we always say, but just having each other like going at it and, you know, not supporting each other because of our skin complexion or thinking that we're better than, you know, this one and that one. It's just, it's crazy. Yeah, stop it. Mm-hmm. So. And also like watching what you, like what you say to people or how, just like I was telling you about like my mom, like I, again, I don't think she was doing anything like that, like she wasn't trying to damage her or anything like that, but just like watching what you say to your kids and how you say those things and like, or people in general or whatever. Cause I know I'm pretty sure everybody here has been called like a black ass by somebody or whatever. Huh? You have, you have it? that I know of, but I'm pretty sure behind my back. Right. Oh, well, I'm, I have, I'm sure you have to. Um, <laughs> I definitely have been called a black ass. A derogatory um, to my face regarding huh? my, my- I said, no one has ever called me a derogatory term to my face. Regarding yeah. Not even your, like, friends? I can't even think of a time. You, you ain't never had nobody getting mad at you and be like, what's your black ass? Or something like no. that. No? What'd you say, Alia? I didn't say anything. I mean, oh. of course I have. It was <laughs> The camera went to you. I was like, what? I say oh. nothing like Because I... I wouldn't want to say that to them. I feel like I have a lot of friends who are darker than I am. So I think that's like, would be offensive to be like, oh, black ass, like, it's very offensive. Let's be clear, like it's super offensive. It would be more to come from someone who has lighter skin. Like some just like, they couldn't call me that because I was lighter than them. So it's just like, (laughs) right. It don't make no difference, but it's like, nah, like don't, I wouldn't call them that so I wouldn't expect them to call me that at all but when you were saying like be careful what you say to your kids and what Johnny mentioned about like summertime you know y'all remember how like parents would be like oh you getting dark or you getting black and this and this and that like just kind of like making sure that you knew like oh your skin tone is changing you're getting darker make you very conscious of your skin being dark mm-hmm. and why, uh, why is that an issue mm. Why is that an issue for me to be darker than what I am? What's yes. wrong with that? To this, I think to this day, that's something that I feel like our generation is going to have to still deal with. Like it's still kind of coming out of our parents because our parents are what, like you said, are in their fifties. Like this, like this past summer after we took the beach trip and stuff like that, my mom was like, "Ooh, girl, like you, <laughs> you, 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 you
<laughs> or they be like, when you know when you a newborn, um, uh, make sure you squeeze that nose. I'm like, y'all. <laughs> no but like you know how some i mean younger people probably can say that too but i've heard from like the older generation like when the baby comes out of course if it's a black baby the baby might have a broader nose because that's black features and they're okay. like well, can you squeeze that nose you know you don't want the nose to be so wide or whatnot like i heard though, mama i have <laughs> ever uh, yeah. I've never heard that. I heard about checking the ears to, to see what mm-hmm. color the baby's going to be or shade. That, I mean, that wasn't, uh, but I feel like it kind of goes, but yeah, not that it had anything to do with color, but I think it's just trying to make the features more European-like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's, it's like, it's, it starts with self-love. It's like, you gotta love, I love some masculine features on a Black man. Like, okay. I love lips, I love a broad nose, like, I don't, it just does it for me personally. Mm-hmm. I, like, I guess like, why would y'all want to breathe that out? Like, why would y'all want, why would y'all want to get rid of that? That's what makes us us. Like, yeah, but you know, like our know, features, like our that. big features, like I used to be ashamed of my lips. My lips, mm-hmm. were, I, I felt like when I was younger, of course, I was a little bit yeah. skinnier. So my lips mm-hmm. were like really big to me. Mm-hmm. So I used to like go like that or bite them or something like that. Like I did not like my lips. Mm-hmm. I used to want to get a nose job. I've always thought my nose was huge. Yeah, I thought my nose was big. <laughs> Me too. Like my dad, he's a real broad. The little button. I like my nose. I, I never felt like I had lips. I felt like I was a thin-lipped black girl. I was like, everybody no, got such big, luscious lips. And I felt like my lips was like super skinny and thin. Like, I always felt like But that. you know, people, like, when I got older, I realized people pay for these. Everything that we have, literally, people pay to get our skin tone, mm. our hair, our, lips, our butts, <laughs> our everything. Like so, literally, like we are the standard. We are, they try to act like we're not, but we're the standard for your beauty. You know what I'm mm. saying? And I always mm. think about that when I try to like you know when you feel like oh I'm, I'm this I'm that whatever, but you're the standard of beauty. Black mm-hmm. women or black in general is a standard to be if you look at like or lack of a better term you know the kardashians all of them look black mm-hmm. you can't tell the kardashians they're not black women okay rags, braids mm-hmm. butts lips skin tones like wasn't it what's her name kylie doesn't even look recognizable as her younger self at all Neither chloe chloe has girl her. her either i forgot about her but yeah her either yeah, I want to change up. <laughs> I mean, but who just, are they looking like though? They're looking like us, but still, you got the love. You are, honey. You know, we just been blessed <laughs> with these looks. But. I will say that's one thing that I really appreciated about my parents. Like, we honestly don't have. Well, when you think of immediate family, uh, we don't have a lot of light skins in our family. Mm-hmm. Um, not yeah. the light skins. Not a lot of light skins. <laughs> I was gonna say so, we, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we don't have a lot of them. I mean, we don't have a lot of light skins. Them over there. <laughs> yeah, we don't have a lot of those. Always, like, <laughs> those. I never had to feel like you know, in the households, it, black was always be- like I was always told I am beautiful. I've never ever felt like, and you are, so you know, my features are 
uh, ugly or my feet. Like the only time I ever felt like, you know, maybe there's a, a issue is in school. Mm. I feel like school was the only issue, but going home and everything, like I always felt like, you know, your skin complexion, your features, everything is beautiful about you. Mm. So it, I definitely feel like it's something that also, or will always start from the home. Mm. Mm. That is a good, that's a very good point. I love that you brought that up because that's definitely where you get your whole identity honestly from mm-hmm. and learned behaviors and stuff that's going to literally take you to grow you as an adult like we get all of that information from home and some of the stuff we have to unlearn however a good foundation will breed some really good adults and right sometimes we don't have some good adults out here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah like who raised girl who um... raised you <laughs> one time I try to uh, raise Jameson to understand black is beautiful. Um, what the girl said, first of all, your mama should have beat your ass. Who said that? Someone. <laughs> your mama should have beat your ass. <laughs> I was you tripping. But what would you say? I'm sorry. No, I was just saying I raised Jameson to, to understand black is beautiful. And um, I feel like he understands it. But he's also trying to navigate through a world where he sees racism and trying to understand, like, well, why are those people treating others differently? So I think it's that definitely a hard something. lesson to teach a young black. These... But, you know, when I tell you, we watched, so we watched Martin Luther King, we watched like so many videos, and I asked him, so what did you get out of this video? He said, white people think they're better than us. And I said, no. <laughs> Oh, they do, and they do. <laughs> Don't tell them. Listen, that's the truth. <laughs> well, right <laughs> yes, they do. Mm-hmm. I said no, baby. You got to understand. This is uh, a thought process from older times. You know, we're we're trying to move forward. Hey, from I can see him right now. Used to think. So I'm that's a lie. They that. still think that. <laughs> Don't lie to Jameson. Still stuck back in them times. Yeah, there's definitely some people still stuck back in those times. So, yeah, yeah. Even as far as disowning your own, like I've heard situations where the person is, you know, the mom or the dad may be black, but they got a white significant other. Then that grandparent is over here talking about they disowning the grandchild, the child because they're half black. I'm like, how you gonna disown your own blood? Right. That is, and like. It's just funny. That's hurtful. I can't imagine growing up in life and someone not wanting to be like a family member, like a significant, like, you know, like immediate family member not wanting to be a part of my life because of my skin tone. Mm-hmm. Something that I physically can't help. Like, no matter what I do, I'm going to be this skin tone. I think, so that's so crazy that y'all say that because it's like you can, within those family dynamics, I've heard people if we have like a group of sisters, oh well, sisters, who we'll be like, oh, one sister's lighter, one sister's darker, and they're treated differently. Mm-hmm. Like that does damage within their dynamic because it's like, oh well, people don't like me because I don't look like you. Or the light skinned one gets more attention and more praise. Or that happened to that was a similar, a similar situation with Oprah. I don't think she has siblings, but I think it was like her grandmother or someone basically like treated her differently because she was a dark-skinned woman mm. now, it was a story because she mm, talks about it now. 
I know. They probably feel ashamed. Well, they should. <laughs> but anywho, I think she mm. did that. Yeah. Like we was just saying all around, it's a learned behavior. It's something that was instilled with us since the times of slavery. Like it's something that we're gonna have to kind of consciously teach out of the next few generations. Like don't judge people by the color of their skin, um, especially other black people. It's like, we get it hard enough from other races. Like we shouldn't be treating each other as we're inferior or superior than each other. Yeah, I definitely feel like it's it's, it's coming like this generation is not about to let you continue with the foolishness and I'm feeling like it's it's definitely going to come a time when we're not going to be dealing with this as hard as we're dealing with it now or at least I hope so I know I'll continue to say my little piece on it (laughs) Mm -hmm. sips juice (laughs) that's what I say juice you Capri Sun that's a nice little Capri Sun girl it's so refreshing Mm. But I think this is a good place to stop. Um, so let's go ahead with that. I said what I said. Y'all ain't remember about that, huh? It's been a while. Y'all should have a lot saved up. Who's going first? I'll let you got like to think. You can go. I'm just gonna say stay safe out here. It's definitely one of those uh, time periods where you have people who um, aren't taking other people's health into consideration. So you have to do your part to make sure you are safe. Boom. I said what I said. That's cool. Um, I would say um, don't talk about it. Be about it. I'm tired of people like talking about all this shit go ahead and shut up and do whatever it is that you're going to do. I said what I said. Um, all I got to say is be humble, stay humble. <laughs> I said what I said. Nope. <laughs> all right now. Okay now. <laughs> I'm going to say uh, it's not a goal until you write it down. It's, it's only a thought if you're thinking about it in your head. Until you write it down, it's not real. I said what I said. <laughs> okay. Well, guys, we have thoroughly enjoyed being back for our first episode after our little hiatus. So glad to be recording with you ladies again. Can't wait for the next week of the next time we get to get together on Zoom and <laughs> record together. It's been a blast. Um, guys, don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Facts Not Fiction underscore podcast. Um, don't forget to check out our new episodes coming out every Friday um, at 3 p.m. And don't forget to leave us a rating and a review on your favorite platform that you listen to our wonderful podcast on. And we will shout you out on the next episode. All right, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.